0: April 24th, 2021, it's a Watch for Pedro Show! For Rochelle happy Saturday. It's the last Saturday of April, 2021. Started with John Coltrane doing an untitled original. Now, whoa, get there. We got a little bit of a little bit of noise there. It, it's it's not untitled okay, sorry because that. they got a fucking number here. They would do okay. this. John Coltrane was recording so much that Rudy Van Gelder. We just give numbers to these things, so this one was one one three eight three. Then we had uh, El Plestacino, Manuel Armidas, and uh, Brother Matt. Of course, is at the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point, a couple miles south, because we're still quite in Quarantino mode. But I am not totally man alone, people, because of those. Custodian software engineers with their Skype invention. I got Manuel Midas. Welcome aboard.
1: Hola. Hola what? Thanks to thank you so much for, for having me.
0: Absolutely. It's gotta, good to be here. We gotta thank Armando uh, Evan Lipson for making the connect.
1: Oh absolutely. I would like to take a moment to say that I'm really grateful for Evan back in two thousand fourteen when I first got to visit him. In Chattanooga, I think he was one of the first people to truly make me uh, aware of, of of what I was doing in in really in in a way that no one had really uh showed me before he was a great eye opener and I'm glad that years later this bizarre invitation to be with you today happened
0: yeah it's all about people and connects right
1: exactly and about time to Yeah, yeah. Sometimes.
0: There's nothing stronger than creative bond between creative people. Now, I want to explore your journey through music, Manuel. Please bring me your earliest musical recollection memory.
1: Okay, my first recollection was uh, at my parents' car. We would listen to the radio a lot I was I grew up in Mexico City, so a lot of my childhood was spent commuting. So while we were commuting back and forth, we would listen to all of these tunes and I remember one by this band from Guadalajara, Mexico. This band called Maná. They're really big. Um they had this song El Reloj Cuco and I remember it was the first time that I related to that whole connection between lyrics and music through a band that would normally wouldn't play sappy songs so their sappy song really touched me and my cousins would tease me because i would get all sappy we'll listen to it <laughs> later on my grandma used to have a piano i was the only cousin interested in playing the thing it was this beautiful piano it was not a grand piano it was a wall piano and I and I would I would just jam I would I would I would almost play it more as a percussion instrument and have these almost electronic pulses going way before I knew anything and 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 those two things combined Led me to dancing. Funny enough, I was I was I a dancer. Know. I was I, I was Good. in second grade. I was in third grade. There's
0: nothing wrong I with that. This I, think, I think it's very connected to music. I think this idea of sitting down to listen—that's bizarre.
1: <laughs> oh well, exactly right. Like like for me, that only came years later after after people told me, "Hey, there's there's this music, you can just." It's not about it's not about movement. It's not about dancing. I always thought there would be such music, but for me, I was really ashamed of my dancing. Like my friend, he would he would tease me, and you know what? For for almost three years, from first grade to third grade, he told me that his brother was no other than than. Uh, I forgot his name, but he used to sing for the Backstreet Boys. And I believed him and his mom. His mom duped me, too. She was like, hey, check out this video I recorded. You
0: know, I thought you and were going to say uh, Ricky uh,
1: from the Menudo. Oh, my gosh. Ricky yeah. Martin, well, Puerto Rican that... guy, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Actually a very yeah, good exactly. dancer <laughs> and a great singer, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah Menudo. That, but, but you know what? What's we, that? I knew about Menudo, but Menudo was a little bit before.
0: Yeah. And also many different Me, ver- uh, many different versions, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you got yeah, too they, old they, you they, were they, out. Yeah. They
0: had to get another Chico. Oh, well, yeah. Well, where because, was this piano? Can I ask you, Manu? <laughs> Where was this piano, your aunt's uh, piano? Was it in your pad or her, Defa, or or her pad? Oh, that was at her place. Okay, so you would visit and play and jump on
1: it. Oh, yeah, I grew up there because, see, my school was closer to her place. Ah. So instead of of my mom picking us up at rush hour and spend two hours, we would drive for like 30 minutes and spend time with her. So I pretty much grew up there. When she passed away, she made a point, being like, "Yeah, that piano is for Manuel ah. because no one else cared about it." Yeah. So my 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 aunts, you know, like they got nasty with the stuff. That, but the piano that happens. I've seen people, my mom.
0: Yeah, when people die, people other people get fucking weird.
1: I know. Well, it, well, things got weird. Things got weird indeed. But that piano, n- no one wanted that piano. And 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 you know what made me play that piano even more? The fact that my auntie, there was this one on that I had. Pepe, I love you. But uh, yeah, she was like, "Hey, you need to you need to tone it down. Like, stop playing the piano, because 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 it would it would it would be it was a loud piano. For whatever reason, this was a really." obnoxiously loud piano or maybe i was just playing it yeah
0: maybe you're beating the shit (laughs) out of it (laughs) yeah
1: yeah yeah it was both can i ask you about school
0: did you were you in the choir or like marching band or shit like that
1: no i was in music class learning to play xylophone or marimba Ah,
0: okay okay
1: i I started Or or (laughs) spiel yeah yeah like i see uh there was there was an orchestra and my I, I went to a i went to a good primary school my, my 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 parents made a point in which they wanted me and my brothers to be bilingual they knew that that was the that was the only way pretty much for us to like move on right yeah so i i, I took a bunch of classes they had their orchestra but their orchestra it was like only the really preppy kids could afford the instruments yeah, and like of course they would tour these kids they would tour Europe ah oh, yeah they, but they had the opportunity
0: like, that's and it wasn't fair yeah
1: yeah like I was like these kids are touring Europe they're 12 years old <laughs> and like all I cared was like 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 not like uh, it, it was it, it wasn't my thing I went to a really good school Cool, and I learned my lessons, and and uh, even had some really interesting music teachers. And uh, but, but and my and funny enough, my mom, I must say, my mom, she has been a director for a choir. Oh, great. Called called Pro Musica. so I learned a lot about about music. Once again, at my mom's car. Yeah, but this was years later because she would record the rehearsals on tape. At first, yeah which would later on prove to be something I got really interested in, type music. Ah. But she would have, yeah, she would have her Walkman and she would record herself and yeah. then she would record herself at the rehearsals. Yeah. So I was always, my mom, my dad couldn't listen to music. My dad never liked music. <laughs> my mom yeah like you 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 see where this is going <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolute. Okay. but she has some great technique
0: because she wanted to develop and by uh, recording yourself and listening and uh, critique you can improve absolutely yeah that's that's great stuff she uh passed on to you what 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 about uh first album you bought with your own money manuel
1: with my own okay this was a uh, it was I remember perfectly the record I was looking for it was a compilation album called family values 1998 and I went to this place but the only thing they saw was bootleg CDs okay <laughs> this yeah like this is a uh, Mexico City in the yeah. 90s so yeah. I went there asking the guy of course he didn't have it but he was like hey I don't have that one, but I have this other album. It even has more songs. <laughs> uh, I was like, "Sure!" Like it has limb Biscuit. Give it to me. Take my <laughs> money, right? So, so, so he was like, "Sure!" And, and and that was my that was my first album with my own money.
0: Okay, and what about the first gig you
1: saw? The first gig I saw, uh, it was the most boring show on earth. You know who it was? It was the G Three. Mm-hmm tour (laughs) consisting of Steve Vay, Joseph Triani, and this other virtuoso bass player by the name of, I think his name is Bill Shinnegan. Yeah, Yeah, extremely technical, accomplished player. You you witnessed a lot of notes
0: being played. A lot of notes were being
1: played. (laughs) So much notes that I fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. and those were not uh bad, bad kids <laughs> either
0: i could i can imagine look i want to play uh maxima
1: oh amazing I wait too
0: For Pedro's show, yeah, way up north, where it happens, where you you can see the Aurora Borealis. Uh, I, I, should, I should tell the listeners, Manuel's up in fucking Yellowknife, and that's 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 true north, west side of Canada, but like many miles from the border. It's beautiful, beautiful area. On my way to Bruf, I went near there. Uh, after that, we had bronze. Yeah, brand new Bronze Age UFO. Uh, uh Balmore. I, I just found this. This is part of a uh, mold Get the fucking collar. Perros like. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I know. Well, right. That's okay. Like it that's like okay. Like I'm in Mexico.
0: I bronzed in the USA, and then Balmor landed <laughs> with the uh, traffic cop. Special interest with Art Walk, Aruba Abwa. Oh, oh, sono yep. di revolver. You uh, got it. Alexander Delage versus Super Freak from Italy. Uh, sigla in, Inizaziale. Sorry, I'm, I, I'm very good at destroying other people's language. Lo hey. Oh,
1: okay. same, same, same,
0: same. Uh, Alhambra <laughs> from uh, Ramon Moro, great trumpet man out of uh, Italy. Francesco Teregas and anybody you ever go to Spain Alhambra is a place to check out man it's some bitching architecture uh, after that from Spain from Sevilla or Seville Canto y Arena the song of the <laughs> sand <laughs> maybe some song sand. I don't know Marco but this I do know the guy Marco Serrato he's great stand up bass player and with uh, Raul Catzano on the flamenco guitar, and these guys using very traditional instruments, but improvisation, free jazz. Why not? Let the freak flag fly. And then finally, La Choza from uh, Tokyo, well, yep. project of yours. Okay, so 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 what happens do, when you're in in high school and uh, junior high and grade school and that shit? Did you did you form any bands, any bando with the uh, friends, you know, like the garage oh, uh, band, the basement band, the bedroom band, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, like I, I, um, I only went to high school for six months, and then I did. They call well homeschooling. Uh, homeschooling. They they told me that I could finish quicker. All my all my buddies were doing that, you know. Yeah. So, so like I, I I I was pretty much at home making music. I started a couple bands, yes, Um, but through high school I I was still interested in. I've always been interested in many styles of performing, and I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to have like a proper band or a proper solo thing. So yeah, I was playing a lot with my with my friend. He was like a drum. And well
0: what about you? Did you keep with the piano or did you move on? You, you I, oh, I know no. at some point you went to guitar, right?
1: Yeah, I never I never stopped playing piano and uh and um uh, I started getting more into the guitar and then I started getting more into the pedals than the guitar. So that that was also a that was also a shift. I got myself this song Concert lead amp and a couple pedals that my auntie from San Antonio got me just a few basics. Yeah. And I started to do a lot of, uh, I honestly, I was just fascinated with, with feedback.
0: Ah, oh, you also, (laughs) you mentioned you were recording. What what did you have like a cassette or
1: a four track or something? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. By this point, um, I was by this point. I told my mom, "Hey, your Walkman is mine now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I pretty much stole it from her, but she was okay because she had a CD player by this point.
2: Okay.
1: So, so yeah, I started to do sound on sound recordings. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, "Yeah, this sounds." I wanted to overdub so bad. Yeah, that's that wild. Yeah, that 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 was my main thing. I wanted to I wanted to have. I wanted to jam with myself so bad. And then with my buddy, Diego, amazing drummer, we started to do this noisy, just this noisy improvisations. We were trying to, uh, we never really tried to uh, write material, but at that point I didn't even know that that was a legit way of 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 going about it i we were we were we well what happened with these guys that we we wanted to move to canada together so we he he had family living in texas in san antonio and uh and we we thought well if we want to make a serious band let's move to montreal Let's uh, let's get some gear. It's it was really cheap to leave there back then and, and we didn't need a visa So we we went to Texas and we started the trip. but her mother uh, Called the cops on us and reported the cars stolen So so it, it was it was a big dramatic moment their parents got in touch with mine So we were we couldn't hang out together anymore and by this point I hadn't even finished high school
0: now was it bullshit? The the car wasn't really stolen, was it?
1: It wasn't, but we were, we were, we were nineteen or yeah. eight. No, we were eighteen. So we thought, okay, we're in trouble. Like if if they stop us in the highway outside yeah, of Texas, yeah, of course. we're gonna be screwed up. And and my visa, which I thought really bad to have it, they're gonna take it away from me. Yeah. So I, I I was like, well, I can't go to Montreal anymore so i went back to mexico city and started this band with my friends it was the classic uh it was the classic situation where we played for six months and slowly seven inches started to pop up some tapes
0: well what about gigs what was the first gig like did this band have a name
1: yeah it was called Te Lloraría un puto rio <laughs> it means it means yeah. I would cry you a fucking river.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, because puto can mean a couple. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, it, but the bad river. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like. And, and what was that, the first gig like? <laughs> my me. first gig like, yeah, it was at, at this mythical place in Mexico City called Multiforio Alicia. Yeah. I think that we were the youngest band to have ever played. We were in middle school. And it was a really complicated affair for my parents to allow me in the gig because it was a sketchy part of town. Like I've never been in that area.
0: Yeah, a lot of different neighborhoods in uh, Mexico City.
1: Many, like, yeah. yeah. And most of them, and yeah, most of them I don't even know. Or I haven't I haven't walked the streets I should say, but yeah that was our first gig, and uh, it was great and I couldn't stay oh, to watch su- most success. of the bands,
0: but it was a success for you guys.
1: Uh, yeah 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 yeah. For me back then it was a mystery how how do you get invited to a gig? Ah uh, like book like yeah yeah like but my friend the drummer he was all about that, right, right since he was like a preteen, he was like, for me, it was always a mystery for years, but that was, that was a complete success, and, 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 and honestly, back then, it was harder for us young kids to be able to play at those uh, I gotta venues. tell you, Manuel,
0: it's hard, I've only, in the 40-something years I've been doing gigs, I've only played Mexico five, six times. It's hard for me too. Look, we're at the end of the first hour. April 24, 2021, The Dishwap, Pedro Show. Special guest, Manuel Armidas. Uh, hold tight for hour two. April 24, 2021. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show. <laughs>
2: Let's go. let
3: This river That lies between thought and deed Between want Between need Stop flattering me Isn't fair Isn't fair Is not an alibi I don't care, I don't care, it's just a ride Can't you see that you're not always right And there's a riot happening outside All the youths, they're running wild out there But I'm scared, I'm scared is not an alibi And I don't care, I don't care, won't make it right It's not enough to say that I have tried Holding hands Lying in the sunshine On parrot day Again I came undone And who on earth Would be a comedian And who am I Where do I come from And who are you?
4: I tell you a secret Get a movie, a series on TV A video game featuring my name at a box set of CDs But there's no need to get all worried No, 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 don't be afraid Cause I took the time and I changed one letter In each and everyone's name And though the facts have been altered
0: Show we start off the second hour. Doquier doing La Matraca, then Ben Salter out of Tasmania with Parrot Day live in Japan. Lucas Bell out of Sydney, H is for hives. I guess he's teaching his son the alphabet. <laughs> uh, Kalinich <laughs> and Tivin with Climb Stone Walls. Snezana, yeah, I screw up Balkan languages too.
2: Zabich with uh, 1999
0: Andy Kerr who's actually from uh, the island there, Victoria well, everything's far from Yellowknife but it's closer than Pedro
1: well, (laughs) don't fly fly away it's not that bad
0: Andy Kerr (laughs) with the book comes out and then finally Doquier with uh, Lauria del Terranito Okay.
1: Absolutely.
0: So so okay. There's this nightmare in San Antonio. You go back to Mexico. Go back def- uh Start playing with guys again. But you want to go back to Canada, right? Because you end up there.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So so years. Uh, a couple of years later, I finished high school, and I finally found my way to get in Canada. So I um I finally made it. I would stay there for four years. It really shaped uh, a lot of things for me. That's where I met my wife. That's where everything happens. Uh, I Montreal? I started Montreal. Hmm? Quebec? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, great town.
1: Great town. Back then, um, there was a lot of there's So you know how it is. Montreal is it's the it's the for a lot of us, it was really the place to be. And I got so much, uh, so much out of it. I was. Yeah. The I was.
0: What was it? The Godspeed Black Emperor. Uh, they had that Spanish cultural center and they did gigs there and stuff. Mario.
1: And, absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 well, okay. So the whole, the whole Godspeed You Black Emperor crew. Yeah attached to the label constellation records right, it's right. what really made me move there cuz it had this mythical aspect about it that i always thought that you would need to be there to really understand i mean i mean i think the records and the art talk for itself but i feel like montreal really it's good at breeding these projects that come from really insular spaces in the city a lot of projects they don't really tour touring canada is a whole different beast as, as you know like it's so a lot of bands just stick to the craft in a way that that i i didn't know it was it was possible to i didn't know it was possible to take yourself that seriously you know yeah. <laughs> like it was really mind opening and the fact that that yeah there were shows happening there there was this um these this constant activity, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Not to mention that I got to see all the bands that would play the East Coast. They would always play Montreal, so I was, I was, I was looking at all these bands that I had wanted to, to see for years. Yeah, for uh, years. So it all came true. And I, and honestly, I was there to learn. I was learning French. I was learning about my audio engineering craft black magic i was um uh, yeah yeah it, it was uh I, I was well i was well received there i'm really thankful to still have really good friends that i that i that i met there it's a really uh i haven't been back there though i'm i'm so far from montreal i don't even feel like i'm in the same in the same country but it's it's always the city that uh it's a special town, and for me, that really put things into into place. A few years later, I, I I went back to to visit my family, and unfortunately, I couldn't get my visa back. So that's when I started touring the states. My friend from from Montreal, he he booked this show from people he met online that I've never heard about all over the the east coast and he was like hey you want to you want to meet me in freaking hathley massachusetts and see and I, that, that's always been my dream right like i always knew that traveling and music it's it's i always consider myself some some kind of uh some kind of road animal even before <laughs> Even before I, 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 I even before I've been out of my parents' house. <laughs> yeah, troubadour. <laughs> you,
0: you know, I want to play here uh, some more donkey.
1: Amazing.
0: For Pedro Show, Loretta Verde, doque Then Ani 90. This is something live from Manlio Maresca, Emmanuel Ferrer's. He's from Tercina by Roma. Not Roma. <laughs> but he lives in <laughs> Berlin now. And uh, he's an incredible guitar man. Wow. Manlio. He just gave me some music. He wants me to put my, my voice on. Then Pineapple Empress out of South London with uh Saharder. And finally, Manuel Amidas. No, hey, Paso Armistadus Malvi, uh, Yadis. Fuck yeah. <laughs> a little okay. bit. A little bit. So, uh, explain this, Docier, please.
1: Well, Dokier started. Um, we've all been playing in the free improvisation, free music circuit. Gibran Andrade, the drummer, and Misha Marks, the bass player, they're both they're both uh, multi instrumentalists. We've always had a uh, we we shared a lot of common ground back in Mexico City. That whole crew of people, it's really versatile and it's really uh, it's really incestuous, I guess you could say. Meaning, um, mean like but a lot it, of
0: people are in each other's projects?
1: Yeah, and a lot of the time those projects are like one-offs. Sure. So, me and Hibran, however, Hibran has always been an excellent uh, punk drummer, and he's always had this really serious approach as well to jazz music. They're both way more accomplished musicians, Than I am. When I when we started the band, me and Hebron, we wanted to play. We wanted to play this music that that properly talked about how we saw and how we felt. Rock and roll stripping off over our conventions and our regular bands, but also not taking fully away the improvisational aspect. And more so trying to do some sort of language around this sound that we couldn't find bands from mexico doing it but it's this whole i mean i mean you guys you guys put it on tape and i think what what i'm referring to is this this uh this portrayal of punk rock as a force as a musical force as a social force That it's straight back from this musical constraint. So we decided to, we decided that we had this sound, we had the, we had this ugly sound. In my mind, having three vocal, having three, having a choir aspect was always really important. So we did a lot of vocal things aside from instrumentation. And, uh, and I think what, what glued everything together is that the, That the sound was all it's like it was It was almost there. We always loved punk rock. We always loved noise music. We always loved improvisation We wanted to have it in such a way that it was nothing about No We wanted a band that a kid could dance to and you know what the last show we played. Yeah people were dancing because we were playing some shows we were playing for kids that just wanted to dance. Some yeah. some shows we 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 played a lot of shows. Well, well, and uh, and uh, but it, it was really interesting playing through different crowds. Some of were, some of which were more on the artsy side of things. Some of which more because that it, we especially hebran and me. I think for us it was really important to never. To never pick sides, never pick a team, never choose a certain crowd. Yeah, Always o- keep, keep the keep the what? mind. That's smart. Keep the mind open. Keep the keep it open. Keep the mm. muscles sweaty. Keep the mm. mind uh, sweaty as well. And 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 uh, it came together really nicely. We were strong to find a bass player. Misha, more than a bass player, he's a trombone player, guitar player. Bass- Trombone still bass clef? Oh, absolutely! No, no, no! I he would completely. You know, I'm a little, agree. I'm a
0: little fucking partial to the bajo there, manual.
1: Yeah, well, you must see this <laughs> instrument. Like I wouldn't fit on it. It's those ones that you put around your your yeah. torso. We call it a
0: we call it a sousaphone.
1: Look, we're oh, at the well, end that's of the what it is. yeah
0: sousaphone. We're at the end of the marching band. People use it. We're at the end of the second yeah. hour. Wafel Pedro Show, April 24, 2021. Uh, special guest, Manuel Armides. Hold tight for our three. April 24, 2021. <laughs> it's the third hour of the Wafel Pedro Show. Pedro Show, Les Trash Can. There's a little French, little Montreal uh, influence there with Preparation de la Maquinaria. Ma- maquinaria.
1: Maquinaria, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so,
0: you know, I've been in Pedro what? Pedro. You know, even the Latin guys say that here. It's fucked up. Pedro. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. I think it's a test. Like, if you hear someone say Pedro, oh, you've never been here. Because yeah, I, it's yeah, so yeah. old fashioned but we don't say tortillas we don't say jalapenos we don't say fragile's. That we fuck up that one and we call the beach Cabrillo instead of Cabrillo. Yeah, exactly. but we only do it to two words okay yeah
1: We're that's totally, a quick test yeah
0: you know, I came from Virginia I, I found it this way but anyway the, the, very interesting because I mean you make a leap into all kinds of different expression here uh, Mike Cooper after that with the Guayaquil Tutoli and then finally La Trash can again with Sosio Socio, socio yeah, Matasio Matissimo Limpia <laughs> <limpieza laughs> del Povo Triaxido. Tiachido. Shit. Yeah, yeah that's I'm sorry monster. I'm sorry again, but that's a beautiful title. But what, what tell me about La Trash can.
1: Well La Trash can is my main noise unit at first i would pretend that i was that this was like a duel that i was playing with someone else yes uh but yeah it's been my nose outlet i started that project in montreal almost 10 years ago and when i started i thought i need a project that no matter if i'm in mexico or anywhere can come with me so I was like I don't care if the name stupid I'm gonna stick to it and I'm gonna see how far uh, for how long I can I can take it because I knew a lot of those projects that me and my friends were doing they were not meant to last but I I, I imposed myself that rule of like okay I need I need something to carry with me otherwise I don't want to have all of these one-offs spread around. North what? America. Well, so this, it this, started.
0: This was man alone, right, Solito. So in a way, Solito, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, I mean, this exactly. way, this way, you don't have to count on other people to let you down, right?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Because I'm always been a a, a bad guy, but at the same time, it's like it's been hard because I've been moving around, and then everything, everything this is the way I could do it. I stick to this project. It's supposed to be a noise unit. It's mostly, or for the most part, it's been a live act. That's what I'm, I've been really working hard to do. And that's why I decided that it was worth it to show it, to show it outside of my own country because I, I, I had the chance to play live a lot. When I started, when I first went back to Canada, I had been making records, then I did that U.S. first tour, and after that, the people in Mexico City they took, they they liked the sound, and I started playing shows with all of these like stoner metal bands. So it was like really interesting world because I was here doing I, I I in short I put a microphone in my mouth. It's, it's super amplified. I run it through different pedals and and. Uh, and let the and, and always allowing, always always setting the equipment in such a way that nothing works by itself. Like it's always it always needs to be like uh, pushed into physically or in some other way. And yeah, it's it's the project that really gave me that whole experience of uh, of fulfilling my drive to be able to show music, record albums. <laughs> And explore my own, my own life
0: yeah,
1: yeah. performance thing.
0: Okay, here's something under your own name. Well, kind of, Manu. Maybe a nickname, huh? Manu yeah. Armida. Okay, let's play it.
3: Training. She is smart and. The all. Unfortunately, that has been. The
0: Show this final music for this edition Manu Amida Trabajos Sonoros Radiales Invernales and then Eternal Return with the Medium Sized Village and finally Manuel Amida's Shigehti
2: yeah. McKenzie
0: <laughs> Arctic Delta. That that that's trip not now why do you use your own name with this? Because it's not like trash game world, right?
1: Yeah, it's not the 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 Manu Armida track, the one that it's only one track, I put Manu Armida when it's not my like singer song writer self and it's more like me it's the studio works. And lately, since last year, it's a lot of it has been that. So I changed the name in order to kind of organize myself and kind of put it into into little boxes, that would I've been doing a lot of radio music since I was a kid, but I never really had the chance to properly record it as I wanted. It was usually way more noisier, and the idea was was still the same of making music out of music and really having absolutely zero control over sound source. That was that was the main thing, and uh, I also always been interested in working with loops, but I've never really found a way to uh, to make them resonate in in a way that that it fit their, the the original idea of this radio music, and it's been um, it's been quite a ride. It's it's really. You hear all sorts of things up north, and um, my next step is getting a um, shortwave radio. Yeah. But yeah, well, well, let me ask you,
0: <laughs> Manuel. Let, let me ask you, how did you get to Yellowknife? I mean, where you're at now? Well,
1: I was I was lucky enough that my wife she got a she got a job contract with a local school, and what happens up north is that teachers are really well respected and really well treated. Schools up north function really as community centers and in some cases homes. So we, we had this job offer for a while and then things after my last tour in 2019, things got a little bit rough in the city and we were not really making ends meet. So we decided to give it a shot and we were only supposed to be here for one school year, but then uh, through reasons everyone knows,
0: yeah, situation.
1: Uh, we decided to uh, we decided to stay in this safe haven. Do you and, find? And,
0: uh, <laughs> do you find? I mean, it must be so much nature and stuff out there. Is it inspiring to be creative and uh, come up with
1: music? Absolutely. At, at, at first, at first, the, the the adjustment was so rough that, like, I was not playing music. It was really hard to do any creative work. But afterwards, when things slowed down, it's been it's been it's been the best time for me, honestly, to um to make music and 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 me as a as a city boy. Like, I I've really had my share of. Of the urban landscape, I—I <laughs> I, like, yeah, gotta tell—I should <laughs> tell the
0: listeners, Manuel. Mexico City <laughs> is huge. People, it's like twenty-five million
1: people or something. It's giant. yeah, no, I can't—I can't even comprehend it. I never did. Yeah,
0: only—you know what's bigger is Sao Paulo, and it's like crazy like that too. Like huge. We're talking huge
1: people. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, so, so yeah. now, you're man alone. You're there with your wife. You're making music. But do you also collaborate by trading files over the internet?
1: Uh, yes, but honestly, I haven't had the best experiences with that. Okay. Yeah, that's what a, it's a process. Doing... It's a process. What have you been doing? Yeah. What I've been doing is having all of these recordings and sending them to master. Okay. So I've been sending them to a couple studios in Mexico. Yeah. To have my stuff fully ready to be released, and also trying to um. Trying to finish as much material. So in that way, uh, and, and i am I also been trying to take part into some compilations, things like that. So I've been sharing my, my work, but I haven't really been collaborating as much.
0: Okay. I was just wondering, because it sounds like you have a great internet connection. So, you know. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, the internet can be full of shit, right? A, a good way to spread lies and stuff. But you can also trade files and collaborate. <laughs> I just put, oh it no,
1: out absolutely. <laughs> okay, absolutely. And
0: and, and I, I know I, uh, uh, people, you can go to his band uh, camp page, M A N U E L A R M I D A S. There's a bunch of great music there. Uh, and, and I could see where some of it you've labeled. This has been mastered. This is going to come out and stuff. So,
1: exactly. Right, right. I, I. It's my way of a lot of this a lot of the time I would have this material and I wouldn't show it or or I wouldn't properly finish it So right now everything's online It's mostly to show before they have official artwork and all of these This has been a project that originally was meant only for friends and family and and um, Now I'm changing gears I don't longer Relate to the music in that way so,
0: so that's a good thing. You you want to share it?
1: Absolutely, because <laughs> it was so it was so fun to be able to record it. I recorded everything. It was the first time of me playing drums in a long while, so I'm 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 excited of how it came out.
0: Okay, and you know, you're probably going to start on a new cycle of making music as things change, and. When you get another album together, will you come back on the show and we can play it and talk about it?
1: That would be wonderful. Uh, That would be actually wonderful. Yeah,
0: because I love what you're doing. I I mean, it's what music to me is supposed to be something, a very personal statement. But then, like we were saying, you can share it. And it's that duality the very personal, and then the ability to share. Make people dance.
1: Beautiful. Exactly. Make people dance. Make people even shake their heads in these trying times. That's more than enough for me.
2: Yeah, beautiful.
1: It's what they told me when I played Boston. Hey, people were bumping their heads. That must mean they really like you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Big honor to have you on the show. Can't wait till you're back. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Watt. Okay.
0: People, April 24, 2021, Edition Wapito shall keep you powdered right.